0: TCL
1: is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. It's The Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni.
2: That's right, Thursday night means beer show night here on Score North and online. We are scorenorth.com. It's Chris Reavers, Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores is back. How are you, sir? I'm doing
3: great.
1: Your, your mic's off. I'm doing great. There we Aren't go. Aren't you, you supposed to turn
2: that on Take or Dylan two? or who nah, is that? No, that's my phone. That's, my okay, that's Jonathan. Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, so really quick, before we get to our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits and our weekly guest, uh, I have to send a quick shout out. Uh, once again, to all of the people um, that have supported this event for all six years, uh, we did the Brewers Ball, the, uh, the sixth it? annual Brewers Ball. It's it's easily my favorite event sure. of the year. I mean, and it for so many reasons. Number one, um, you know, you guys have been a part of it uh, so many times for, for throughout these years, but it combines everything really that I truly love about the the things that I get to do with my life. Number one, I get to be a guy that does radio for a living, sure. which oh, you know is is awesome. Mm-hmm. Number two in doing the show with you guys these past six, almost seven years, I get to meet all of these cool breweries and, and cool people in, in this industry that all jump at the opportunity to be a part of this event. And number three, it raises money for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, which I do not have a connection to other than this event. Sure. Thank I get God asked, you don't have a connection to And it. again, I get asked this all the time. Well, what's your connection? Do you have a family member with CF? No, I don't. Uh, uh You know, our buddy Matt... Reached out to me right after my son was born, and I was seeing these kids affected by this disease, and I said, well, "How can I say no?" Yeah, and saying. so it's it's
1: always a really well done event. You would have said no anyway. Absolutely you're, you're philanthropic.
2: Yeah, it's so uh, we we did it this last Saturday at International Market Square. This station once again was uh, was a huge part of it, and uh, we raised uh, just over seventy thousand dollars wow. for the Cystic Fibrosis wow. Foundation. So a lot of the people that listen to this show um, were were really really supportive of that event. So once again, and and you guys. Elevated Fratelloni, you guys, you guys have always been big supporters
4: of the. I so was
1: super you. supportive last year. You know why? Why? Because oh, I, this is great! I love I this I set up the bidding numbers on my phone, both my girlfriend's bidding number and my phone mm-hmm. to send my phone alerts. Yep. So I was buying a suite for the Twins game, bidding against myself and getting. <laughs> Pissed off that someone was beating me, but it was me that was beating myself, bidding on my girlfriend's number. I mean, I was like, I'm looking around trying to find it. It wasn't. They didn't send a right. text message right back to me <laughs> instantaneously saying you've been beat. Right. It would take like you know a minute. And I was looking around like, who is watching I'm me bid on this? You. I am going to find you. Honest to God, I was like, I'm going to have to punch somebody at a cystic fibrosis event. But so I, I didn't yeah. end up winning. Yet I was bidding against myself. Some guy at the end swooped in and spent like nine grand for a twin suite, and I said, sucker.
2: And Ryan from <laughs> Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. That uh, you, I, I think it was our was that our very first one when we were when we did it from the DQ Club Room at at TCF, uh, at TCF and you got the Gordy Howe jersey.
4: No, it was uh, it was the Golden Jet. It was Bobby Hall. Oh, oh Bobby yeah. Hall. Yeah. Bobby Hall. Okay, yeah. you spent and a fortune on that. That was cool. Yeah, I, you know, uh, Reavers ran it up a little bit. on uh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, you're giving me the eye when you were when you're hey hey yeah. dummy get over here let's go. And, 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 and I, I was able to uh, I was able to procure that one. Yeah, so, and that that's. You know, proudly hanging in my uh, in my pool room area. That's so awesome. It's, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a great event. And I think, you know, you're right. It's, you know, I don't have any personal connections to CF either, but through this event, I feel like we all kind of do now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. just in supporting it over the years, I know that you've met a lot of uh, great people and, and you're. The unseeing that you do and, and the, the emotion that, that kind of is invoked by you during that event is is incredible. So thanks. Man. Um to do that again this year is uh, very admirable. Yeah. I mean, keep it up, man.
2: Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. And and our buddy Ben Kwam was there with his beautiful wife Jenny. Oh,
4: great. Nice. And
2: uh, they have a friend who unfortunately couldn't be there that night. She was in the hospital because she has CF. Mm. And so Ben came up on stage. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet he just sent me the photo or the video. So I had him come up and the entire room told uh told Missy that we love you, Missy. We oh, right. like, it was it was Very a pretty cool, cool moment. Now. It was a pretty cool moment. So and I'll I'll okay. get that up. I'll put that out on social media so people can check that out. And uh anyway. So thanks again to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation for once again uh having me and uh and then good job everyone for, for raising good money for a good cause. All right. Let's talk some beer, shall we? Yeah. Uh, Our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits are here once again, as they are every single Thursday night. And uh, they have the best two bottle shops in the Twin Cities, folks. They are in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd, which I call my store. And uh, they're also in White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. And I was just there... A day or two ago, and I talked to Jim, and I had Jim, you know, point me in the right direction because I want some new wares. I want to try new things, and uh, an oldie but a goodie, a good old friend of the beer show is, uh, is the guest this week.
4: Yeah, I feel, you know, we have Ryan from Odell in studio with us, Odell Brewing, and uh, Ryan's with us a lot. Uh, huge uh, friend of the beer show, but of Elevated in general. Um in a, in a market right now where there's a lot of great local representation and great local breweries, I think it's just really important that we we still kind of touch base with uh, with the OGs, the Odells, the the the, the ilk from Fort Collins. Uh, these guys keep uh, keep everybody honest, I think, to a degree, and and they're they're favorites, uh, not just nationally but locally here in the Minnesota market. And you guys have been up to a lot lately. I mean. I don't even know where you want to begin, but um, a lot to go over here. So welcome to the show, man.
3: Thanks, man. It's always good to be here with you guys. Yeah, we have been up to a lot lately, that is for sure. Um, You know, it's very important in the craft beer industry nowadays to actually, you know, stay current and be innovative. And I think Odell as a company, um, our peers have looked up to us for years for that. You know, I, I remember we produced Odell IPA in 2007. We didn't need to call it a name then because there wasn't really many IPAs around then. Hmm. Um, And this was 07? It was 07, Uh and and it was extremely low-bitter beer, big aromatics for an IPA. Some of our our peers that that have been around about as long as us were looking at us like, you guys are crazy. You know how much (laughs) money you're wasting in hops to put in this beer? And we went, well, it's probably going to be pretty damn delicious. (laughs) So so we ended up, uh, now look how it is nowadays out there, you know, it's, it's tons of late hop additions, super well-balanced beers, and, and that's kind of what's going on. I feel Fred Alone, you called this
4: like four years ago. I said, really? well, you used to what? say, you know, Take why don't, don't you guys just like put on like
1: 10, four or five, yeah, ten IPAs? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where the market has now gone. Well, it um, wasn't like I was a genius. Every brewer came in here and said, well, 75% of our sales are the one IPA we make. And I'd like. Huh, why are you making 10 other beers that account for nothing of your sales? Make another IPA, genius. Right. It wasn't like I was doing something smart. <laughs> I was just getting frustrated. Well, you, you kind of saw what was going on, right. right? yeah. Sure. I mean, thank it's, you. I'll take it. Thank you, business side, yeah. right?
4: But, I mean, I was just at a, another brewery. I won't name any names, but the same kind of thing. Uh, locally here it was just it was like four or five IPAs i think two of them had blown out that night already i mean mm-hmm. it's just it's crazy to see how that trend has exploded and you guys um i think you were on the the leading edge of that entire movement as as you mentioned
3: i think so you know it's it's uh you know there certainly in the craft beer world there's tons of trends and we like to consider ourselves one of the you're so mean. Start some of you're <laughs> those just trends mean. you know and uh we're fortunate we have Amazing relationships with hop farmers in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, we get experimental hops that there are, uh, you know, thousands of breweries out there that would wish that they'd get the first dibs on those, and we happen to be able to get the first dibs on those because the relationships we've had with these farmers for a long time now. And uh, local definitely is very important in, in multiple means, but uh, simple and sweet, the best hops in. In the nation comes from the Pacific Northwest, and that's where we get about 80% of ours.
2: Odell Brewing Company, the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings this weekend, this Friday in South Minneapolis from 5 to 7 p.m. And this Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 p.m. You get to sample really good craft beer, and you get to do it for free. I want to ask you a question, Ryan, because... You know, I was introduced to you guys at Odell because of Elevated, because they do such a good job of of, of incorporating really good craft beer. But is it almost, is it, I'm, I, I don't know how to phrase this. When you talk about craft beer, because we here in Minnesota, we're so proprietary of, of of local. We ought to shop local, whether it's craft beer, what have you. We're very proprietary in that regard. I've always kind of ing- yeah, I've always thought of you guys as a really good local craft beer, even though you're not from here. But you guys do such a good job and put out such a good product that this is a really good market for you guys.
3: I think, uh, uh, no question, culturally that's a big piece of Odell. Um, and when you think about the Midwest, I bet there's not a single person out of you three in this room that doesn't know somebody that lives in Colorado, right. has lived in Colorado, yep. and vice versa, Right. Um, drives and, down there to grab weed and, and drive yeah, home from Colorado. Well,
1: <laughs> <That's right>. Naturally,
3: <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Don't know anyone who does that. <laughs> um, that's a big piece piece of it. You know, people have been engaged with the Odell culture for a long time. They mm-hmm. kind of see uh, what we do for our state and what we put into other states. You know, you, you guys were mentioning nonprofit a little bit ago. We two dollars to every barrel that we brew, we donate to nonprofit. We wow. a huge community outreach program. So. I utilize a lot of that in Minnesota towards river cleanups and lake cleanups and stuff around here. I try and really focus on that and then also associate myself with different organizations, which is awesome. Um, Yeah.
2: I like that. I like that a lot. And I know, you know, Ryan, to my left here. Like I said, he was the one that he kind of introduced me to you guys in doing this show for the last couple of years. But I know he personally is is a is a big big fan for for you, Ryan. Yeah. When you're looking at the Odell brand, what what is it that that you in particular what stands out to you and why you have no hesitancy whatsoever to put it on the shelf of your stores?
4: Well, I, the quality is is first and foremost, of course. But again, you know, I I like to talk about these beer brands that are hitting on all cylinders, right? From from the quality of the beer to the people that are behind the beer, mm-hmm. and then of course just the 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 marketability. I mean, I think that's one of the things that Odell has had right for a very long time and was ahead of the curve on was just sort of um, making a very uh, attractive label, logo, um, pops off the
1: shelf. They, they just have that total package. I think, it's, I think it's perfect. I got one for you, Ryan. Yeah. So I don't know what term we're going to call the Odell's of the world, right? It's the beer you're always going to carry, right? right? Yeah. What Minnesota brand is going to reach out of Minnesota and become an Odell of the United States someplace else. And maybe not today, maybe not in five years, but maybe in ten years. Who are we going to be? When we're down in South Florida and we say, well, of course we have Insight, or yeah. of course we have Fulton, well, who is it going to be? Well, I mean, I think the easy answer would probably be Surly. Mm-hmm. They're already
4: starting that. It, here's, the, here's the thing. It's harder and harder in this market now to, to branch out nationally. Sure. You know, it's just it's a the, the marketplace has changed. People are really focused on their local brands. I feel like if you didn't get a move on this probably five years ago, um, it's going to be a really hard uphill battle now to, to go regional, let alone national. But that's our market.
1: We're right. crazy beer. When you go down to South Florida, yeah. there's, oh, okay, we have um, Shock Top and Miller Lite. I mean, it's still nothing compared to it. I'll take effect. it a
2: step further. When I was in Texas a couple of years ago, I thought the craft beer scene was awful. I, yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, there's, sure, there's probably a couple that are great that I didn't get a chance personally, but I went to a couple different establishments and was not terribly impressed in any way. I mean, what we have in this market obviously blows away, and, and in Colorado, it blows away anybody these else. Are, what yeah, we have provide. an
4: incredibly robust scene, and it keeps growing. I think when you go to some of these other markets, though, what Minnesota has maybe that those markets don't is better accessibility to those beers, right? We have sure. great liquor stores here in this market. We have... Great on-premise restaurants, bars that that really kind of raise the bar when it comes to selection and and guidance in this area. So I, mean, I don't know, Ryan, if you feel that way too, but I just feel like that's one of the things that makes us stand
3: out. I, I do, I do. It's like you said, it's accessibility. It's it's easy to get around the Twin Cities. Um, the the other thing that a lot of people kind of look past when you look at other states um, is the laws of other states behind craft beer alcohol percentages, I mean, there's there's some states out there that have some weird stuff going mm, on there. Sure. You know, it's it's warm store only, or the whole state's only ran by the government. Sure. There's, a, there's a lot of stuff behind that are just weird laws.
2: Time out. Did you just say warm store only? They can't have
3: cold. They literally won't let anyone carry cold or chilled beverages? So the So kind of the main thing that most people say behind that is road soda. If you can buy a 6 pack oh, cold at okay. a liquor store, then you're going to automatically crack Drink that it? thing sure. in your car. Wow. Obviously.
2: So they have very little faith in humanity <laughs> is what you you're know, trying to
3: tell not me. not the pint of vodka somebody's right. buying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that they're putting into their <laughs> Slurpee or, you know, or whatever. Totally. Wow. So that's kind of
1: a big point, too, because, again, Southwest Florida, I spent a lot of time down there. Well, all the liquor stores are in... You know, grocery stores. Yeah. But no one's manning that area. It's just, you no, just it's an walk afterthought. In. It's, yeah. just, it's just an afterthought. So you don't get anybody saying, I'm going to curate like Elevated. I'm going to have 500-plus single beers that you can come in and buy a six-pack of. I'm not going to have tasted every single one of these beers and have a customer come in, and I'm going to be able to spend minutes, like long times with them, figuring mm-hmm. out what they wanted. I mean, that's the whole... All of Florida doesn't do that. You know, they're, right. they're just in another random grocery store, another Publix corner. Yeah, right. so you might
4: get, you know, the Stones of the World and, mm-hmm. and you know, Yingling and Cigar City down there. Sure. But, yeah, you know, I, it's hard to tell even when I go down to, to Florida, you know, what's representative of the scene down there because it's just you have to really, you have to go out of your way to try to find that little sweet spot liquor
1: store. They're just not as accessible sure. as, as readily available. Yeah. So, and now, So hopefully that doesn't happen. I know when we were talking about that Sunday ruling in this market, Everyone was worried about, okay, that's – well, okay, we're, we're willing to take Sunday as long as every grocery store doesn't have a liquor store in it. And every, you know, uh, down south, every Walmart or every Walgreens has a liquor store in it. It's like,
4: ugh, yeah. we don't want that. Well, you know. the problem – well, I shouldn't say a problem, but what we've seen, though, in this market is that a lot of liquor stores – a lot of grocery stores have their own liquor stores next to them. So yeah. they've, they've found their, way, their, around their way around it, their loophole, yeah. But, um, it, it, you know, I think it's just – we're we're beer drinkers up here and we're very passionate about what we get into. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. so it's not it's not really that surprising that Minnesota is, is sort of leading the charge in the in the Midwest, I would say.
2: Uh again, Odell Brewing Company, the guest here on the beer show, two tastings this weekend per usual, uh this Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and 42nd. And this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at the White Bear Lake store on Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. That's Mike Fratelloni. My name is Chris Reavers We're going to step aside and then continue this weekly beer run. Do not touch that radio dial, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Beer Show. Hello,
1: this is Mike Frataloni from Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. I can finally talk about it. I can talk about Scott's fertilizer and not sound like a moron because... Grass is finely clear, right, Reavers? Yeah. Okay, so here's um, a, a little tip. Crabgrass is in your yard right now, it is lying dormant. You have to keep it dormant, and the way you do that is you put down Scott's Crabgrass Preventer. You put that down, it's a preventer, it's not a killer. So next year, sadly, you'll have to put down Crabgrass Preventer again at the beginning of the season. It stops your crabgrass from germinating. If you don't do it, you're going to have the scourge, the scum, the crud of crabgrass invading your yard, and then it's going to be that much harder to keep prevented next year. I don't know if that makes any sense. Did that make any sense? Absolutely. Okay. Coming in Frataloni's uh, Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. I forgot the name of our company. We have 21 sites all throughout the metro. com is our website. We'll show you all of the Scott's product that will help you prevent crabgrass from invading your yard. This is Mike Fratelloni, and we'll see you in the stores.
2: Welcome back to the beer show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, it's our buddies from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. We're in the middle of the weekly beer run, and we're talking Odell Brewing Company. First of all, um, we are inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios, and we got a problem, gentlemen. Ever since we redid the studio now, I can see the TV where I couldn't before. I know. So I'm staring at the Braves playing the Cubs. you think I'm paying any attention to what any one of you idiots are saying? <laughs> I
1: hope so. That TV is so clear, too. They yeah, really shouldn't have that on. When we're I probably should. <laughs> yeah. Especially you baseball. Could, you could just shut it off. You know, if it was yeah. another sport, I could probably, but it's baseball. So of course, This is
2: what I would be doing if I was at home right now. I'd be watching this would game. Would you
1: be watching this game at home? Yes. Oh my god, you're such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the twins aren't playing today. Of course, this is what I would be yeah, watching. But other things are on besides. Uh, honey, go upstairs and go be by yourself. <laughs> I gotta watch the ball game. I gotta watch
2: the ball game. All right. So we're talking beer, and we're talking with our friends from Odell Brewing Company. And uh, Michael was just raving about uh, a beer in front of me here, Ryan. Uh, something of a double IPA variety. I want to hear more about this because, as Ryan knows, I'm a huge double
3: IPA guy. Yeah, so we just released this beer. It's, uh, it's, it's fresh. We have, uh, as some of our fans know out there, we have kind of two different variations of seasonals. We kind of have our single seasonals, and then we have some big seasonals that we call our limited release. Um, this beer is called Hammer Chain. It's a take off of actually one of our year-round releases called Rupture. So with Rupture, we, speaking of innovation, uh, came up with a brand-new process. To our knowledge, we're the only ones uh, in the nation possibly the world with a uh, disability. So we actually hand-built our own hammer mill at the brewery. Wow. What a hammer mill is is what hop farms will actually use to grind hops and then pelletize hops. Um, but what we're using it for for rupture in this beer is we're actually fresh grinding whole flour hops day of brew right before the brew, uh, going primarily late hop additions with it. And out of that, you're getting huge, massive aromatics with a clean hop finish, but you're more getting the flavor profile of all those cool new hops that are out there right now as opposed to that bitterness, mm-hmm. um, just really going back to balanced beer. And if you try and try Hammer Chain, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, it's an 8% beer, but... It tastes like it's 6%, so it's it's mildly so dangerous. dangerous, so understand what you're walking into, you know, but... Uh,
2: but it's got a nice
3: finish to it, I can tell,
2: right, it, Mike? It is does. that what you're picking yeah, up? Yeah,
1: what I don't get is, how do they do that at Odell? They're not just making four kegs of this. I mean, the, the process has to be, you're making a lot of that beer. It is. How are you hammer milling this stuff in, in some kind of timeline that gets it done? It I, is
3: extremely time-consuming. Mm-hmm. It is... Obviously, very physical as far sure. as the labor piece goes, and it's our hammer mill is in a separate facility. It's where our barrel cellar is, and we have a couple guys that that's what they do. We time it out with our brew, and they come in and they fresh grind hundreds of pounds of hops, and then mm. we use them in the brew later. Wow, wow, that's impressive.
2: Again, but it goes back to what you were saying earlier, Ran, about the consistency to quality and things, little thing. Oh, well, not little yeah. things. That's not what I'm saying, but but things like that that kind of set these guys apart. Yeah. I,
4: Totally, the innovation side is a whole other aspect, and we have a lot, a lot of fans of Rupture at both Elevated Shops. That's a great beer. Uh, I mean, this being sort of the big brother of Rupture, I think there's going to be a lot of fans of this one too. And this one doesn't run year round like Rupture does, so you have to get this within what the next couple months would that's, you say?
3: That's basically yeah. it. within the next couple months, and with. The amount we produced, I mean, you you possibly are looking at less time than that. You're possibly looking a month and a half, maybe. So. No,
2: and it, and it, does it go back to? Do you guys have such a good track record and good following here in the Twin Cities that people are going to see this? They're going to see the tweets. They're going to run to Elevated. They're going to know that you guys are the beer of the month this month, and they're going to say, well, "I got to get this now, or it's going to be gone." I mean, is that the kind of market you have here in the Twin Cities? No
3: question. We have we have some awesome followers here in Minnesota and and spe- especially the Twin Cities. Uh, uh, people pay attention to our social media, and uh, I think we do a good job at uh, at getting out to them and make sure they know what's going on with our brewery.
1: Do you ever get a seasonal that doesn't get on a shelf somewhere? I mean, you're the salesman for this market. You're going around. Everybody knows you. You make great beer. Does anybody ever say, "No, I'm not taking that one"?
3: Rarely. Rarely. That that yeah. that, that, that uh. I probably have to be out in the sticks to get that. Okay, you know, and you're gonna say, hey, by the way, <laughs> I, you don't have to buy a
1: truckload, but this is gonna be gone in this market in two months. No, trust it's, me, it's, you'll sell it's, this.
3: It's, uh, I, I have a great relationship with uh, the majority of owners out there, you know, mm-hmm. and, and some of them choose to carry specific brands of ours. And, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to work with partners like Elevated that that give us full support. Sure, and know? they also get it. I mean, th- these are guys that get it. They know that.
2: When they put your product on their shelves, people are going to come and they're going to they're going to seek you out.
3: Well, they get it, and like like you mentioned before, you know, their staff has probably some of the best knowledge mm-hmm. out of out of many stores in the Twin Cities. And their customers and when you when you come mm-hmm. in, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, when you come in there, somebody like Jim, you know, mm-hmm. if you come talk to Jim, and he's going to be able to. Dial it in to the T of what you're looking but for. But then right you have here. to tell
2: Jim, Jim, I got to go home now. Yeah. We've been talking for 15 minutes. Yeah, and, it's and you closed two
1: hours ago. I got to go. <laughs> uh, but I mean, when I say that, you have some of the most educated customers. I mean, you have customers that hey, when are you getting Odell's, you know, uh, hammer chain in? Right. You know, they're so, asking. Oh yeah, you. they're they're way ahead of it. Yeah. And on. and and we love that because mm-hmm. sometimes you know they,
4: they keep us on our toes, sure. to making sure that we're abreast of all the you know the latest and, and greatest and and. Uh, for me, it's like you know Jim is in the trenches every day. You know, he's he's on the floor more so than I am, and and uh and he does a really good job balancing all that and making sure that that we're staying on top of things. So um with this beer, yeah, highly anticipated. Um, Reavers, as you mentioned, Odell is beer of the month. Unfortunately, because this is one of their their specialty releases, this isn't part of that. But I do want to hit on some of the beers that are involved in our beer of the month program that Please we're running yeah. for the for the entire month of April. We've got the mainline beers that Odell offers at this time for just seven ninety nine, dollars which is just absolutely insane for uh, for what you're getting. Uh, you, just, you just don't see beers of this quality at that type of price. So what are we working with uh, the mainline right now
3: uh, from Odell? So uh, what we're working with now is, of course, our classics, right? Odell IPA, 90 shilling. Um, but two specific beers that I'm really excited about to feature is our Sippin' Pretty, and our Mountain Standard. So these are two brand-new year-round offerings from Odell. Cool innovation. Sippin' Pretty is a a fruited sour. It's kind of a mild session sour, so it's not like your barrel-aged sour where it's big Mm. in your face, you know, rip that palate up. It's very approachable. It's acai, guava, elderberry, and Himalayan pink sea salt. So it's got a bunch of those eight super fruits in there, which are big in the health world. Himalayan white sea salt. That was so close. (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. it? Um, oh, God. that was a delicious beer. I'm just—you missed me, didn't you? I, <laughs> I did. I really did. I really, really. That, did. You know, I don't know what category you're calling this uh, sour, but what we started at in this industry five years ago when we were on the show, sours were punching yes. you in the face. Yes, they were. Now they are kissing you on the lips. I mean, it is totally different.
3: I, I mean, it's it's approachability in the oh, long run. That's, that's what it is. This is the type of sour where you could buy a six pack. And be comfortable that you're actually going to be able to drink yeah. a few of those mm-hmm. beers as opposed to one and done, you know? Well that's um, the
2: kind of sour beer that I would tell a non sour beer fan, try this. Absolutely. Exactly. That's the kind of
3: sour that's the kind of sour you that know, it's, beer it's, is. It's under hundred and twenty calories, so it even applies to that that seltzer drinker nowadays. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and and even this beer, it's funny when I'm, you know, out doing a promotion or something, and somebody comes up and they say, Yeah, you know what, I, I really only drink wine. You give this to a red wine drinker and all of a sudden they go, Wait a minute, that's beer? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are all of these
2: gonna be featured at the tasting this weekend at both locations? They will be, yeah. Um will
4: and be. this again, this sipping pretty, just getting back to it. I mean, look at that can. I mean look at the graphic on it. The the wraps cool. that you guys have now too that go around these, I mean they're just they just leap off the shelf, they're so attractive and then you know, you get a beer like that inside and you just can't go wrong. So Yes, this will be available to try uh, Friday night again in Minneapolis from five to seven, three to five on Saturday in White Bear Lake. Come by, check these out. You know, so many of these beers are good on their own. You can grab a six pack and not be disappointed. But you guys also have one of the best variety packs, uh, I think, uh, available really in, in your Odell Montage. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on with that
3: right now. Yeah, no question. I think I think we have a super cool mixed twelve pack with our Montage, specific, our bottles are always awesome. There's always a beer in there that you could only find in there. Our cans, if you're interested in trying a beer like Hammer Chain, but maybe you don't want to get just a six-pack of it, we actually always have that limited seasonal release within that mixed 12-pack can. So three different varieties. You get four of those. You get four St. Lucian and you get four Drumroll, our Hazy Pale Ale. Nice. It's a real nice mix.
2: Um, Ryan, one thing that you were mentioning um, off the air that I think is worthy of bringing up on the air, as long as we've got someone right in the heart of things with the craft beer, you were talking about numbers associated with the Beer Association that I thought was very, very interesting. Tell tell the listener about
4: that. Yeah, the Brewers Association just this week, in fact, it might have even been today or yesterday, released their latest stats on just the health of the beer industry Mm -hmm. and the craft beer industry. We saw a little bit of a downtick overall in, in, in beer sales of about... A percentage point, which doesn't sound crazy, but Mike, you know, a percentage mm-hmm. point. Yeah, you on. don't want to go down. No, no, you don't. And we did see craft beer growth slow slightly to four percent from a five percent the year before, and I think six percent the year before that. So we're starting to see a trend here mm-hmm. that that things are slowing down uh, in the in the growth of the craft beer scene. You know, I I was curious, Ryan from Odell. You know, you guys in in Fort Collins and Colorado in general have always kind of led uh the rest of the country in terms in along with california probably in terms of just what's going on in in the industry as a whole we're always sort of playing catch up here we've done a lot of it but you guys are probably still a little bit ahead in terms of just you know the the general health of this craft beer industry are you seeing anything in colorado right now or or in fort collins itself that is that is showing a little bit of a slowdown too or any any Five there,
3: you know we we do in uh in in multiple ways. Uh, there there's a, there's a lot of different things that contribute to that. One is you know wine and spirits are hot. Spirits have been hot for a long time, and it's uh it's kind of a millennial drinker thing to a point, not not an offensive point, but it's there's a lot of people that are drifting towards those. Um, that small percentage point that you're kind of seeing the world of beer go down is probably FMBs, which is flavored malt beverages. Those are your seltzers of the world mm-hmm. that aren't going to actually fit within that category. What um, do they fit under? Uh, they fit under deliciousness. Y- yeah. <laughs> I it's <feel laughs> its own category at this it point. Is. Oh, it is, no it is. And, and it's going to uh, be big,
4: and it's yeah. it's just going to get bigger and bigger, right? Right. Um, yeah, more and more craft breweries are doing it now, I and mean, they should as yeah, fast as they can. Yeah, there's there's certainly a, a a rush into that space that the likes of which I've never really seen. Is it still so.
1: Hula number one in
4: that, or is that? It's White Claw number one, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, and probably yeah, besides, truly. But yeah, okay. locally, uh, I guess Kula would be number one. Mm-hmm. Fair State released their hard water this week. That's available at both elevators right now. Uh, I think Liftbridge, uh, Oscar Blues. I mean, they're on con and on. on yeah, yeah okay. like they're they're rushing in.
2: So let me provide a bit of d- just devil's advocate, I guess, just for the numbers that you just threw out there. And obviously, I'm not denying that Mike said, you know, you don't want to go, you don't want to go down. I, I get that from a business standpoint, but. With the accelerated growth that craft beer has seen in the last five to ten years, whatever it's been... Mm -hmm no one could have possibly expected that number to continue to spike no, at that absolutely. rate correct right, yeah. so you there's have have... i don't think that there's any reason to sound an alarm in any way because the health of craft beer is still extremely good
4: no and i think a little bit of a downturn is is healthy just to kind of stop the onslaught of new
1: openings <laughs> too <right? laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah no one's going to go to the bank and say i know this industry is 1% down i've never owned a brewery but give me a million bucks exactly Monthly. the banker 4 years ago said yes but now no thanks, we're in a pass. The
3: the difference you see a lot nowadays, um, and this is kind of what Ryan was speaking on of, uh, you know, the Midwest versus Colorado, Oregon, California, kind of the head craft beer states that kind of really got this thing rocking and rolling, is we are still, ever since I've moved to Minnesota, I've actually been here for about four years now. Um, I feel like Colorado and Minnesota have always been three to four years Apart from each other. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota, I've watched it grow and I watched trends happen. I watched uh, beers come that I already saw come and go in Colorado while mm-hmm. I was, you know, while I grew up there and, cool. and lived there. And what you're seeing differently in Colorado now is a lot of people are kind of going back to that regional brewery or call it the top 20, 30 local breweries that they have. Gain their trust throughout the years of it's a consistent product. Um, they're never disappointed in any of their packages, new or old. Um, versus, you know, unfortunately, we could probably all say that we bought a ten ninety nine six pack in our life and possibly brought it home and been disappointed. Seventeen ninety nine you know? four pack, right? You know. Right.
4: I mean, that's still happening. It's it's there.
3: So, and and, and I think it's uh, the, the small breweries are still very important. And what you're seeing in Colorado right now with small breweries is as far as new breweries go anyways, is they're kind of opening and they're doing their own thing. They're being a neighborhood pub more than anything. So mm-hmm. you know what? You could go there. You could get your growler, or your crowler, and, mm-hmm. you know, they got their hats and T-shirts and tasting trays and pints, and and, and it's super fun, but but they cater to their, uh, their city that they're in, and, and they're just a fun neighborhood pub mm-hmm. more or less. And, and you could do very well do for yourself doing that um, as long as you're p- proud of the product that you're brewing. That's the most important thing that we kind of need to pay attention to in the craft beer industry right now.
2: Odell Brewing Company, the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated to Beer, Wine, and Spirits. And as we have been mentioning, two tastings this weekend, uh, this Friday from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location at Hiawatha and 42nd. And this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Lake. And you know what? Before I forget, yeah. we should mention we got a lot of people coming to town, probably a lot of people listening to this Sports Talk radio station yeah, going yeah, right, why yeah. are they not <laughs> talking about the final four? But stop at elevated because you guys are the most convenient spot with leaving the airport and going to downtown. Yeah.
4: So if you take if you take Hiawatha from the airport up into the into the downtown area, you have to stop at elevated. It's right off the right off the highway. Yep. Easy stop, in and out. You're back on back on the road to uh to get to your hotel, whatever you wherever you might be staying. So swing by uh selection is is tops in the state. I mean, it might be the top in the state. So uh, if you're a craft beer drinker or if you just need your your run-of-the-mill, uh, you know, domestics or spirits, wine, we have it all. Uh, so make sure you stop in and, uh, and pay us a visit.
2: Mike, do you want to know how true that that theory is that I just laid out there about leaving the airport? I brought, what, three or four friends mm-hmm. that were in town that just got off the plane. Sure. That were Buffalo Bills fans back in September. Mm-hmm. We stopped at the store and Elevated took care of
1: these heathens. And did they say, <laughs> where are the tables that we can smash? No, or they so knew that. that. I said, well, we're going <laughs> to go to the hardware store. Oh, we're going to go to Fred go, and get, get tables that we can okay. smash.
4: Those morons.
2: But that's how good they are when you're leaving the airport. Nice. You, need to get your, you need to get your fix for the entire weekend.
4: You don't pay
1: cabbies to stop at your place, do you? No, I never have, but is that can I do that? It, it's yeah. a thing, because in Vegas, you what? tell your cab driver, hey, I need to stop at a liquor store. They go in with you. They get their chunk from the liquor store. No, like, that's yes, a thing? Absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty I'm like, cool. are you kidding me? Or Did you just tip my driver to drop me off here? I could have gone probably across the street and paid half the price. But <laughs> or, I know. or. It's not a horrible idea. No, hey, drivers, right. you know, yeah. will give you a free booze if you come in. and Insider trading heard in the don't, beer I show. I think that's illegal. Well, yeah, probably yeah, not. No.
4: Probably, no, probably looking not.
2: looking into. Yeah. Um, so really quick before we run out of time, we've got uh, just about a minute and a half left here. Um, overall, you guys obviously know that the health of craft beer in general is still very, very good. I'm curious to get your perspective on this, Ryan. Where is the Twin Cities? I mean, are we top five, top ten? Where are we in terms of the health of
3: craft beer? Ryan from Odell. I, I don't know. Uh, I would say you're probably in the top five, but I'd certainly associate it with. Top 10. Okay. You know, you, you got a lot of people doing a lot, some pretty cool things right now around here.
2: And if people want to find out more information about Odell Brewing Company and all the beers that you guys have to offer, uh, where can they find that information? Sir? OdellBrewing.com. Awesome. And you guys are all over social media, I know, too. We are, certainly. Awesome. Thanks, man. Good to talk to you again. Thanks, man. Uh, this weekend, this Friday, this yes. Saturday, come hang out at Elevated and
4: sample the beer of the month, Odell Brewing Company. Yeah, these are always worth your while, these tastings. But Odell, I mean, again, I always try to to let people know you have to go back and you have to remember some of these classics like Odell IPA. Talked about all the new stuff. Odell IPA is still one of the, the greatest beers uh, ever made, in my opinion. So that'll be pouring. All those six packs are seven ninety nine the entire month. Make sure you come by and, uh, and take advantage of that, too.
2: Awesome. Thanks, man. We'll Thanks. talk to you again next week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Weekly Beer Run. And as always, you can find more information online. Just hit that beer show page that you can find online. Online at scorenorth.com. That's Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment and we'll be back to wrap things up. This is the Beer Show Live on Score North and online we are scorenorth.com.
1: Hello again, this is Mike Fratelloni from Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores. I know, I, w- I went to the University of Minnesota Reavers for nine years, took a lot wow. of marketing classes. One thing they say, when you advertise something, you should have it in your stores, but I'm going to do something even in more ingenious. What's that? I'm going to advertise something I don't actually have yet. Brilliant. Isn't it, though? It's a new Toro 22-inch, 60-volt battery-powered lawnmower. The best thing is, is it doesn't look like some futuristic turd. It looks like a standard Toro. It just has a 60-volt battery that you can mow for about an hour with. And then, go ahead, what what is your question? That is brilliant. It actually is brilliant. You never have to worry about gas. You never have to worry about oil. All you have to do is sharpen the blade and charge the battery. It is game-changing. We are going to have them very, very soon. But if you come in tomorrow, you're not going to be able to buy one from Fratellonis. No one has them, by the way. Right, Ravers? Yeah, right. Right. Uh, You turn on your microphone. This is Mike for Fratellonis, Ace Hardware and Stores. I'm advertising things we don't have, but we soon will. A Toro 60-volt battery-powered lawnmower.
2: Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North and online. We are scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, and we welcome in a good old friend to the Beer Show. His name is Patrick Sunke. He is the owner of Jack Pine Brewery up there in Baxter, Minnesota. Now, you're, you're kind of a veteran of the Beer Show, Patrick. This is what, appearance 3-4 for you now? Something like that. I know Tapping
0: Cork's been going on for five years. Yeah, and yeah I, think, I think we've done three or four now.
2: That's fantastic. And, you know, here's, here's the oddity of what, uh, it's so funny because I get emails from a lot of different people, hey, I'm going out of town, I'm going to, you know, Phoenix, or I'm going to Jacksonville, wherever it does. You not know, So they, they want to know if I've heard of a particular brewery. I get more questions about you, your brewery, and that area more than any other do, in doing the show for the last six years.
0: Well, that's because it's so beautiful up here. See? I'm, See, I mean, it's like it's lake country. It's 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 a great place up here, and we make a pretty decent beer too.
2: And you have a lot of transplants. You know, you get the uh, you get the people like me that live here, but yet they want to go up north and and spend and spend their uh, and spend their weekends in the summertime up north. And that area, you guys specifically, the craft beer in that area has really, really, really taken shape these last couple of years.
0: It has. I mean we, we just hit our six year anniversary and we've uh you know, there's been a number of breweries that have popped up uh since then. So we've we've we kinda of become a destination now. You could you can make a little brewery tour up here, uh no problem.
2: And chief among them is my boss Dan who has a cabin near your guys' breweries who he's always asking when, when when's Jack Pine gonna be on? I'm like, Quit stealing my samples, Dan, that's that's for the beer show host, not for the not for the guy that employs the beer show host. Yep, yep. (laughs) Fantastic. So you guys, this is year number five of the Tapped and Corked event that you guys have been heavily involved with these past couple of years. Uh, Let's hear about it because I know it's coming up soon.
0: Yeah, so it's Saturday, April 13th. Uh, The event lasts from 4 to 7. This year, uh, the sports boosters have uh, 50 breweries, 7 wineries, and 6 food vendors. And all proceeds from the event uh, go to help support the Brainerd Lakes area sports programs.
2: Which is really cool. You said 50? That's a lot more than last year, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it keeps growing every year because they they they've upgraded their venue. It's in a new location. It's the the Essentia Health uh, sports complex here right in in Brainerd. Mm-hmm. And it just keeps growing every year. There's more room for breweries and more room for people.
2: And with that too, um, because I know every little kind of pocket of, of the state seems to kinda of have its own cool and unique twist on, on, on craft beer, whether you know you're going up north with in the Duluth area, with Bent Paddle and all those great breweries that are up there, you know the Twin Cities is kind of its own animal. But you know the Brainerd Lakes area, you guys have really, really done a great job, and Jack Pine Chief among them in kind of adapting. Are you seeing kind of the same, uh, the the, the same kind of taste, you know, shifting? Whether it's a, a specific style of, of IPA or what have you, is that is that beer consumer now also getting more educated as a result to the the, the, the buying habits
0: and things of that nature? Yeah, for sure. I mean, even in even in the past few years there seems to be a change. More people are getting interested in beer. Um not only like like it's not just IPA. There's there's brown ales, fruit beers, um, we've got a lot of breweries in the area that are that are putting some really interesting combinations and interesting twists on beer, um, kind of coming through. Um, we've actually got we're, we're bringing back our uh, Bonfire S'mores Stout uh, this year at Tapton Court, so that'll that'll be on. Um, on during the fest.
2: That's really cool. And you guys said all, the, all of this is to, to benefit the Brainerd Lakes area. Kind of expand on that a little bit because I know what this event does and, and, and the good that, uh, that comes from this specific event, talking about tapped Court.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The uh it's put on by the Brainerd Sports Boosters and they help it, it's kind of a general sports funding program for the Brainerd Lakes area, um, primarily helping uh ISD one hundred eighty one and the sports programs there. They you know they'll have other projects, you know, to bring in equipment, um, help with, you know, athletes that maybe don't have the ability to, you know, buy their own equipment. Mm-hmm. Um and they do a lot of improvements to uh, sports facilities in the area as well.
2: That's really cool. And so if someone's hearing this and uh, maybe they can't make it to that event, could they still help out the cause that you guys are doing with this tapped and corked event?
0: Oh, sure. Uh, the Brainerd Sports Boosters has a great oh. website, brainerdsportsboosters.org, and there you can check out um, kind of everything that's going on and all the all the things and, and efforts that they do
2: that is awesome. And uh, and I'll provide a link too to my Twitter account and also to the beer show page online at scorenorth.com. Um let's transition a little bit towards uh, towards you guys because I'm hearing good things and I have heard good things about the Jack Pine Brewery over the years, but a little birdie has told me that you guys have made your way down to the Twin Cities.
0: Yeah, we're starting to dabble a little bit. Um we kind of hit our, you know, we're we're in our new location now. Uh we we've been in that now for two summers. Uh the first summer was a little crazy just because we had we literally started brewing shortly after Memorial Day weekend. So we were playing catch up the entire summer. But last summer we, we really hit our stride and we're doing all right, so we've got a little bit of room to grow. So it's uh, me and a van uh, running down every couple weeks and hitting hitting a few liquor stores down there. Uh, we've had a lot of interest down in the metro area and it was time to kind of branch out a little bit If you if you want to throw a pun in there about trees. But, uh, yeah, so we've got we've got a number of liquor stores um, that are popping up in the area that carry our beer. And it seems to be going pretty well. I've, I'm getting reorders, and people are excited about it. Half the stores that I've stopped at have some sort of connection to the Brainerd Lakes area. I know you mentioned that earlier, that a yeah. lot of people come up here, and, and that seems to be a recurring theme. So it's fun to to kind of bring our beer to the people that drink our beer during the summer but can't get to it during the winter.
2: And, you know, here's what I find amazing, too, is it's, you know, having worked with the guys uh, at Elevated, you know, and I know that they're, they're one of the stores that's carrying you guys now, but what's so funny is to just hear how they're getting aware of certain beers, and it's mostly because someone's walking into their store and saying, do you carry X, Y, and Z, and I guarantee that's probably what happened with you guys at Jack Pine.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, I've been getting emails now for, well, pretty much since we opened, you know, hey, when can I get your beer? Where can I get your beer? And now we're able to finally kind of make good on some of those requests.
2: All right, so what are we featuring uh, as we kind of transition from uh, late winter to now spring into summer? What what are we featuring now at Jackpine?
0: Well, we brought back our lemon shandy this this year for the summer. Um, That one actually launched in the tap room um, just this past weekend. And so that that was a big seller for us last year. We're extending the season a little bit. Um, That's available um, on draft at many locations in the Brainerd Lakes area, and we are running cans as well.
2: Very cool. So
0: um, I have a, I'm
2: always curious to get kind of the take of straight from the horse's mouth here. You know, you said you, you guys moved into a new location, which I can imagine resulted in you sleeping at the brewery last summer quite often. <laughs> yep, yep, for sure. But as you as you kind of see the evolution of craft beer, whether it's you personally at your location or kind of the broader spectrum as as a whole, where do you kind of see craft beer going here in the next couple of months or even the next couple of years?
0: You know, I think you're going to see, I mean, it seems like there's a new brewery open every week, um, and that trend doesn't seem to be slowing down any, uh, but I think you're going to end up seeing, you know, it's more and more difficult to sell beer, you know, out of your home territory. Sure. And so with a number of breweries that are popping up, everybody's everybody's concept of local is getting smaller and smaller, Mm -hmm. where it used to be that, well, as long as it's Minnesota, that's fine, now it's getting closer to, you know, if it's... You know the brewery that's in my backyard is what I prefer, yep. or you know, you know, my own my own town or the next town over. So I think that's that's going to be a trend that you're going to see. More people are going to be shifting to more local local beers, and it's going to be it's going to be more difficult for breweries to sell at least a decent amount of volume outside of their home territory.
2: And I also think that people almost take ownership. You know, because me, you know, where I live, I'm begging somebody to open up a location in Carver because they're never going to get rid of me. But I see that that communal sense of this is my and I and I absolutely love that about this industry, and also just the camaraderie that exists uh, between all of the different breweries. It's it's one thing that I truly marvel at the craft beer industry.
0: Yeah, I was just at a, a Minnesota Brewers Guild meeting last night, so it was it's it's great to connect with others in the industry because I mean we're we are we do compete with each other, but we really don't because yeah. a lot of times it's you're in you're far enough away that you're you're just you're kind of running it on your own.
2: Uh, We haven't given out ticket information yet. So the Tapped and Corked event is Saturday, April 13th, you said, right? Saturday, April 13th. If people do want to buy tickets for this event, Patrick, how can they do so?
0: Uh, head over to, to the Sports Boosters website, BrainerdSportsBoosters.org, and there's a link to buy tickets right on the site.
2: And if they stumble across your guys' website at Jack Pine, because they, they're hearing the same and it's sticking out, will they be able to navigate that way too, or just go to the Brainerd, the Brainerd yep, website? Yep, we've
0: got a link up on our page as well.
2: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. I know you're a busy, busy guy, Patrick, but I love that you always make time for us on the Beer Show. And continued success for this event, the Tapped and Corked event. It's the fifth, uh, the fifth annual Tapped and Corked event. And also continued success to you personally at Jack Pine Brewery. You know you've got a couple of fans here in myself and Mike Fratelloni.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate it.
2: You got it, man. We'll talk soon, okay? All right. Take care. There he goes. His name is Patrick Sunberg. He is the owner of Jack Pine Brewery up in Baxter, Minnesota. And I'll never forget it. The first time that I had him on the show, um, they were just kind of getting going and, we, and then they were on to promote this event. And here he is now in a new location. It's just another cool and great success story. And seeing these guys kind of grow from the infancy into where they are now, it's, it's truly something and very cool and unique to be able to be a part of. This is Reavers. That's going to do it for this week's edition of The Beer Show. If you missed any portion of the podcast, you can Find it online at score.north.com. My thanks to Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, and of course, Mike Frataloni with fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. We'll talk to you again next Thursday night, and until then, cheers.